And now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California. Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Reel Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Mark Larson, thank you in Southern California. Welcome again to another Sunday edition of Rod and Reel Radio. I am indeed your underfished toast. Hop along, John Cassidy. And it is our pleasure to welcome you to tonight's show. Hey, we ask you to sit back and relax and enjoy the next two hours of some of the finest fishing information you can find anywhere, both freshwater and saltwater. You know, it's going to be worth your time for sure. Let me give you an idea of just what's in store for you this evening. You know, Rod and Reel Radio has the opportunity to talk to a lot of pros in the freshwater fishing industry and a lot of the guys fishing, Major League Fishing, BASS, and what so. But, you know, there's a great number of excellent anglers that maybe you want to call them the weekend warriors or the guys that aren't on the pro circuits but do a great job when it comes to fishing. And we've got one of the guys that's going to be with us tonight. We'll be speaking with Scott Stevens from uh, Texas. He broke a 22-year-old record fishing in the Big Bass Classic on Lake Conroe. We're going to talk to him and find out just exactly how we did it. And then later on in the 5 o'clock hour, Cabo Greg uh, Aristi will be with us. We're going to find out. What's the latest in fishing conditions down in Cabo San Lucas and what we should be learning about Lands End Charters, which is Cabo Greg's uh, company. And in the second hour, Billy Chapman's going to be with us. You know, this has been a hard time to go to lodges outside of the United States, like Mexico and the Amazon, like Billy Chapman runs. We're going to find out how Billy made it through it. We're going to talk about the opportunities to fish Lake El Salto, Picacho, and maybe even go to the Amazon here in 2021. So Billy Chapman will be with us in the six o'clock hour. But before we get everything started, let me introduce you, please, to my co-host. First, this individual is the voice of 1-800-BASSBOAT, pretty darn good fresh and saltwater fisherman in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, good evening to you. Evening, John, Wendy, all well, you know, it was a tournament weekend, finally. Had a little break in the action and the weather. Not necessarily on the ocean, <laughs> but for the freshwater, at least you got to go out there and in cold and clean, clear weather, which in normally it can be pretty dead gum tough. But in some areas it was good, in some areas it was tougher, but I had a pretty good tournament. So I'm a happy man. That's a good thing, Stan. Hey, uh, Let's get over to our other co-host. She is the national sales manager for Iserline, represents many other fine products in the fishing industry. She is also an expert fisherman and hunter and gardener 
and commercial angler, Miss Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I heard some good news about a bluefin being caught and a yellowtail being caught, and uh, I'm hoping for an early season. You know, Wendy, you know, it is looking great out there, and I was holding this. Maybe we'll talk it a little bit earlier. Uh, The American angler went down south and on a a one-and-a-half-day trip saw a lot of great signs. They were only able to pick up one fish that went about 125 pounds, but they're out there. But, you know, locally at the Coronado Islands this Sunday, the um, San Diego was out there, and they had 25 yellowtail between 12 and 20 pounds. So there's other things happening, guys. But you know what? Before we do anything, let's get right to our first guest because uh, we're calling him. He's in uh, Texas. He's an angler who a lot of you probably don't know about, but you're going to learn more about him tonight. He won the Big Bass Classic on Conroe here just last weekend. Let's find out all about it and say hello to Scott Stevens. Scott, Welcome to Rod and Real Radio, sir. No, oh, thank you very much. Good to be here. Thank you all for the uh, for the interest for uh, us weekend anglers. <laughs> hey, well, you know, we're all kind of like that, uh, uh, Scott. And you know, uh, what we don't know is I don't know a lot about you. So tell us a little bit. First of all, give us a little bit about your history, and then if you can, there's a lot of people don't know about the format of the Big Bass Classic. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Right. Um, yeah, just to, to kind of start off, you know, I mean, I, I kind of grew up, I grew up in Conroe fishing, you know, with my grandfather, lakes, ponds, um, you know, private ponds. I had relatives who had farms, you know. That's kind of how I took off with uh, getting the love for bass fishing. Um, they inundated Conroe in 1968. And um, I started fishing in, in the early early 1980s. So, you know, I've had a good 40 years of experience fishing this lake. Um, you know, I had the BASS dreams like everybody else. You get a family and you move on, you know. You don't have time to, to realize that dream. But, you know, we fish a lot of tournaments. Uh, I just cut my teeth on Connor for the most part. You know, I go to Rayburn, I go to Toledo Bend 2, go to Lake Fork. Um, just for the love of bass fishing. So, you know, here I am. It's just a crazy deal. I caught this, you know, this 1425, and all of a sudden, I mean, things are kind of blowing up around me. You know, I love it after 40 years of fishing that lake. And, uh, you know, I kind of tell you, for the big bass tournament, <clears throat> I don't know exactly, you know, when these big bass tournaments started anywhere but on Lake Conroe. And uh, in a real brief history there was a radio station in houston that put on a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar tournament on lake conroe and if you can imagine winning that i mean back in the day that's a lot of money so it was very that became the lucrative sport that we know it as today although they don't offer that hundred twenty five thousand dollars but you know free bass boats good deal too um, yes, uh, so, Scott. Uh, yeah. uh, can you tell Scott? Can you tell us a little bit? A lot of people don't know where Lake Conroe is. They know the name, they don't know mm-hmm. about it. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the lake uh, and, and what it's like? Okay. Yeah, the lake is about forty miles north of Houston, and it 
has a lot of it, 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 it's the home away from home for, for Houstonians. Uh, a lot of weekend homes. The majority of the lake on the south end, uh, on the far south end, the majority of the lake is all bulkheaded. All your main lakes bulkheaded. So uh, a lot of boat traffic, a lot of skiers, a lot of, um, you know, wakeboarding. Uh, it can be pretty rough at times. Uh, it has really big fish in it. It used to have a bunch of hydrilla back in the day. Uh, in 1983, they uh, introduced some uh, Asian carp, and they took care of that problem. And so they just keep up with it now. So it does not have grass. So the water is, is, is stained, to say the least. Um, it can be downright muddy in some areas, backs of creeks, whatnot. Um, but, you know, it, it's just it's a busy lake. It's a busy lake, especially during the summertime. You know, uh, Scott, we heard a lot about the horrendous weather that you had in the Texas area. And mm-hmm. we know, like, uh, major events like Major League Fishing, originally scheduled for Grand Lake out of uh, Tulsa, then went, uh, they scheduled for Palestine. And then it seemed like almost at the last minute, because of the conditions at Palestine and the adverse conditions that were caused by the really inclement weather that you had there, it was moved to Yafalia. Uh, since you're a native down there, you stay down there. Uh, tell us, how did the weather affect not only Conroe, but maybe some of the surrounding lakes. Was there a big fish kill off or was it just cold and maybe retarded the bite that you were normally going to be seeing this time of year? Uh, yeah, the, uh, <clears throat> we had a low at my house, which I live in Conroe, right? So the low we had on, on that Tuesday when the winter storm hit was nine degrees. And so very unnatural, very abnormal. Um, <clears throat> that the fish were moving, were starting to make a move and uh, to the shallows, right? So with this weather hit, it kind of, it, it stifled the movement. And if anything, it pushed it back a couple of weeks. And because of this weather, it allowed my thinking, you know, I kind of had to start thinking out of the box a little bit. So I really only had one day. I've been so busy uh, since this uh you know, since the freeze that I had one day to go out on the lake. And so I used my electronics to determine what the fish are actually doing, where, where the bait fish is. And I, I noticed that there was a lot of fish, the, the water on the lake, for example, um, <clears throat> when I caught that fish, the water was around surface temperature around 46 degrees, which is really, really cold in February for, for lakes in Texas. Um, prior to that, the water was warming in the 55, maybe 57 degrees. So it really knocked the temps down. And so when I started looking for fish to see, a, you know, what I saw a lot of fish suspended about seven, seven and a half foot of water. And so because of the freeze, I actually caught this bass because, you know, I, I usually fish a lot north you know i fish a lot of stumps um i I flip a lot but i also crankbait a lot and so i stayed on the south end of the lake where conditions would be a little more in a normal view versus 
up north where those fish were making more of a traumatic movement back down out away from the bank. <clears throat> so that allowed. So Scott, is the, is the end of the lake where you were fishing? Is that a sh the shallower end where the water warm up quicker? Uh, no, it was actually on the uh, the south end where where it, it it wouldn't. But what happened during that tournament? Uh, after I caught that fish on Friday, I noticed that the water temps, the inverse obviously is going to happen. The shallower water is going to warm faster. So we had mm -hmm. a real big warming trend all week leading up to this tournament. But I still stayed with what I felt like I needed to do uh, was to try to find some of these suspended fish and see if I can get some of them to bite. <clears throat> but That's... the north end of the lake is, is where I fish most of the time. And it really warmed up, and the fish moved up on the north end or in the backs of the creeks because the shallow faster. Now, Scott, if you will, you were fishing in uh, the uh, the Big Bass Classic. It is a mm -hmm. big fish tournament. Tell us, how does the format of this tournament differ from some of the more traditional tournaments like going after your five largest fish for a whole day or, as we see in Major League Fishing, the total number of fish that you might have within a given period. Um, yeah, this is just a big bass tournament. So if you catch a big bass and you think you can win the hour or you think they pay 10 places per hour. So you may have fish, you know, you may have a uh, an 8-pounder win the hour. You may have a 14-pounder win the hour. Then you may have a 6, six or a 7 coming second and down down the line you go. And in some hours, a three and a half cut a check at, at 10th place. So unlike your normal format where you, you get a group of fish, five fish or three fish, we have a lot of tournaments out here. We have some tournaments that are tournaments during the week, Tuesday and Thursday, are three fish. You, know, you can only weigh in your best three. But in a typical scenario, it's a five fish limit. Out here, you can get your your best five fish, and then you got you pick your hours that you want to weigh each fish, but you only weigh one. In this event, are you fishing uh, with a team member? Are you fishing solo, or do you have the option to do both? No, either or. Um, I fish with my son-in-law, and um, trying to kind of take him under my wing and uh, groom him and uh, teach him, you know, how to fish, and and so he's done real well. He. He weighed in at 11.32 uh, nice. the first year he fished this big bass tournament. Wow. And we came in second. Was, he weighed in the 11.32 behind you? No. he No. Uh, uh, three years ago, oh. the first time he fished the, the, the tournament, he weighed in 11.32. Wow, and, nice uh, start. <laughs> yeah, it was a you know, nice fish, but we got bumped in the, <clears throat> the uh, second day. Toward the end of the day, we got bumped. So we came in second place. Unfortunately, in this particular trail, if you don't, you know, if, if you don't win the hour, if you win the hour, you get a thousand bucks, and then the 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 award, the the money value goes down based on your place, right, per hour. And right. so now, how uh, how many how many participants were you fishing against in this event uh, uh, last week? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not real sure. I'm not real sure. Uh, I never did ask um, to see how many entries are in there. Some people said there was over a thousand, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm not real sure so, about that. So you uh, know, they, they obviously it's an event where they get a lot of participation. So you're 
fishing against a lot of anglers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and and it pays. It pays like in, in this case with with me fishing with a partner. It pays for him to be in that boat because I would have never landed that fish by myself. Because I caught it on a crankbait, you know. So wow. I've got to get the net, get around to the back of the boat, sit down in the seat, and try to net this fish. So, you know, I I, I think it, it it pays to have help uh, netting a big fish. I I lost some fish today, you know. Um, I had a tournament today, and you know, I just had a real bad day. Being that today's my birthday, you know, I'm like, man, you know, I just <laughs> lost birthday. some. I lost. Well, some big, happy big birthday today. for sure. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I always think, you know, there's a lot of people that fish it by themselves too. There's a lot of boats running around. So I got to ask you on your equipment, your, your, on your crankbait, what are you throwing mm-hmm. rod, reel, line weight? Okay. If specifically what I caught the fish on, I had four different crankbaits that I was uh-huh. throwing depending on the depth. And so we were see, I saw some fish. We saw several large fish. Um, I didn't see the fish hit the bait, but I was throwing a Berkeley Pitbull 7.5. Uh, okay. These fish, the particular fish that we were looking at were sitting in the tops of brush. And so anywhere from 10 to 12 foot down. And so while I was, you know, I have the panoptic, so while I'm kind of looking around for these fish, I'm still throwing at my target. Um constantly and the fish just happened to hit it you know i I was fishing above it so no but i was throwing a a berkeley pit bull it's a it's a unique color that i really love it's a red and orange it has a a, a slight hint of purple and um you know it has a wider wobble it's a slower presentation for me you know in cold water um i saw on a dog yep all makes sense uh, hey guys hold on scott Scott, we've yep. got to take a commercial break right now. Can sure. I ask you to stay with us a little bit longer? Sure, sure. Hey, you're listening with uh, Stan Vandenberg, Wendy Toshihara, and our special guest this hour, Scott Stevens. He is the winner of the Big Bass Classic on Lake Conroe last week. He broke a 22-year record with the largest fish ever had in the contest. So we're going to have more with Scott, but stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, Roland Martin here. I'd like to tell you a little about Gary Yamamoto and the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company. It all started with an idea, then a dream, and in 1983, the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company was formed. If you know Gary Yamamoto like I do, and I've known him since 1983, you know he has a passionate love for the sport of fishing. That love is only matched by his obsession to design and produce the highest quality soft plastic fishing lures on the market today. Every bait Gary makes is inspected by hand. Today, more than two and a half million packages of bait are shipped worldwide. On behalf of Gary and his staff, he wants to thank his customers for thinking so highly of his products and wishing you the great success at the sport of fishing. Whether you fish for fun or fish the tournament circuits like I do, you'll honor Gary for making Gary Yamamoto custom baits a key part of your fishing experience. Take it from me, Roland Martin. When I'm in need of a go-to bait, my first choice is a Gary Yamamoto custom bait. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer, now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop. 
for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs. We all like to travel, whether it's for business or it's pleasure. But one thing we all like to do, it's save money. Well, we got a travel tip for you. Bill Boyce has put together a travel website for you that can save you a lot of money. You can become your own travel agent. The site is bookwithboyce.com. You're going to save yourself 5 to 35% on all nationally advertised travel rates. You want to uh, go to Mexico? You want to go to Hawaii? Bookwithboyce.com can offer you outstanding prices. And here's the deal. There's no surprises for accommodations, rental cars, or activities. So try bookwithboyce.com now and thank Bill Boyce later on. Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the fishing boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart. Did you know that when you donate blood, you're not only helping others, you're also helping yourself. Donating blood lowers the risk of heart attacks in men by more than 70%, lowers the risk of developing cancer, and helps you maintain a healthy liver. So donate blood to help someone else and to help yourself. If you can't donate, you can still make a difference with the financial gift. It's the best way to give back. Hook, line, and sinker. And for more information and to make a financial donation or an appointment, visit San Diego Blood Bank. Dot org. That's the San Diego Blood Bank dot org. And just to let you know, I'm also a blood donor. I always wear a life jacket when I'm on the water because I'm lazy. I like floating like a giant turtle covered with SPF 50. The life jacket does the work. I highly recommend this to everyone. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And Wendy and I, we welcome you back to Rod Real Radio. Our special guest this hour is Scott Stevens. And Scott is the winner of the Big Bass Classic on Lake Conroe, Texas, uh, uh, last weekend. And he broke a 22-year-old record for the largest fish ever caught in that tournament. And, Scott, congratulations uh, on that fish. Oh, thanks once again. It's really been a been a whirlwind that's for sure now is that is that the largest fish you've ever caught or uh and if so what a great time to catch it uh yeah that's my personal best that's right <laughs> um prior to that it was eleven twenty-five. you know um but you know there's one thing that i i do need to say it you know uh i've got to give a big shout out you were talking about you know beefing up your sponsors here and and i'm on the the pride rod the elite team for the pride for pride rods and uh i got to give a shout out to billy kessler because he's always taking care of us he's the owner of pride rods and he's always taking care of us you know for 40 years he's been building rods everything from all-star to the castaway the original castaway rods and then um um and, and, and now he's got and and by the way 
Castaway, talking about taking care of people, the Castaway uh, was the original for the Big Bass Tour, which is the tournament that I won. Um, when that when that got out of the radio station and, and the, there was another uh, uh, marine um, boat sales company that, that did it for a few years, but when they established this Big Bass Tour, it was under Castaway Rods back in the day. And that was in 1997. And so yep. they actually started this big bass tour, and they've kept it going ever since, which I think is a, a wonderful thing to do. So every time I see those guys, um, you know, I thank them every time. Keith Odom, thank you for bringing this back every year because for local anglers, we enjoy, you know, we enjoy fishing it. And um, But but the rod thing, um, you know, pride, the, the, the fish – when I caught this fish, it was on a 7-Eleven. It's a composite cranking rod, and uh, it's a pride rod, and it, it has a Gary Loomis blank. Not a G. Loomis, but a Gary Loomis blank. And, uh, you know, when I hook this fish, I've got to have a tip that's going to allow me to, you know, to relieve that tension, but, it, but yet I've got to be able to set that hook so it gives me the parabolic action to be able to set that hook. When that fish came to the boat, she never did jump. She circled around the boat, and when I started to pull her in, she went under the boat three different times. And I was able, I was able to keep one hook out of those out of six points on two treble hooks. I was able to keep one hook in the top of her mouth, and I was able to get her into the boat. And I've got to say, it's because of the rod. You know, when you get a fish next to a boat, you got to be ready for that thing to unleash, and it did. She did. Well, you know, first of all, uh, to show you what a small world is, I knew Billy Kessler long, long, long time ago when he was with Kessler Rods. And at that time, they were building on G. Loomis Blanks. And the next time you uh, you see him, give him my best regards and ask him if he remembers the exploits of another individual that was part of that group, J.L. Box. So, and JL. I'm sure uh, he will have fond memories of JL. Well, I told him I was going to be on y'all's radio show, so um, I think he'll be able to pull it up and listen to it, and he might even give you a call. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, uh, tell us a little bit. You told us about the rod. How about the, the reel? What type of uh, retrieve do you like? And uh, tell us about the line that you were fishing with. Uh, were you Spectra, the fluorocarbon? Were you all fluorocarbon? <clears throat> Were you all yeah. nylon or what? Yeah, no, it's all it's all fluorocarbon. I was using a twelve pound cigar in Vizex. Um, we we I cranked with all fluorocarbon line, and uh, and then uh, the reel was a Daiwa Tatula six point three gear ratio. And um, are you fishing with a one hundred or a one fifty size or a two fifty yeah, size? Yeah, I'm using this. I'm using this. I'm using the CT one fifty. Okay. Wow. That was great. Well, needless to say, when the, uh, tell us about the end of this. I mean, were you caught this in the beginning of the tournament. So were you kind of on pins and needles saying, man, if the fishing was this good for me, it's got to be good for somebody else. There's still someone that can still beat me. Well, you know, after, after what happened to my son-in-law, um, you know, three years ago, um, and 11:32 didn't make it, so I it, it, I was 
when I caught the fish, I immediately said, we just, because I'd caught a 937 two weeks prior to that and won 750 in this little tournament that we have in the Conroe Bass Tournament. And so when this fish came in, I'm like, hey, we just won this tournament. And so to answer your question, no, because I'm like, who's going to catch a 14? You know, I mean, it, it was it was really the easiest win for me. Because in the back of my mind, you know, and I had all my friends were calling me going, dude, you, you've locked it up. You're done. There's nobody. And so I was getting that support from other fishermen, my other, my other buddies on the lake, you know, going, oh, we're fishing for a second, you know. So they gave me a lot of encouragement, but I, I felt pretty confident that I don't think that that's going to be broken. I think that might have been the maybe the fifth largest bass that's been caught on Conroe. Uh, the, the the lake records of 1593, but uh, a 14-pounder like this, it hasn't come in a long time, not a 14. We've had Sharon Lunkers in the 13 range, but not a 14. Uh, I would imagine caught, the, yeah. you put, when you put the 14 in the boat, especially when you know, you know our lakes, Southern California, we've had lots of big fish and big fish come and go. They, they get old and die, and then they go through mm-hmm. growth patterns again, and uh, but when you haven't seen a 15 or even a 14 lately, and you put the 14, I mean, within the last few years, let's put it that way, and then you put a 14 in a boat in a tournament, you're going, well, I think that's going to be pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty well, easy, I, easy one to do. I, 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 was, I was pretty shocked when I put the fish in the boat. I immediately started fishing again, and my son-in-law was sitting in the sea. You're not going to you're not going to wait. I can't believe fishing. I'm like, this. I'm just trying to let my 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 heart <laughs> slow down. We're gonna get kind of get. There's one other boat near me, and, and the ironic thing is that I never could fish. The, the first morning, I went over to this area, and there's a boat sitting right on it. So I had to wait till he left. It took him. You know, I caught the fish within ten minutes when I got there, but I had to wait for this boat to leave before I can go over there. You know, so everything lined up perfect, but 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 there was another boat that was somewhat nearby. But I'm 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 very shielded with that. I'm like, don't pull nothing out. You know, there's a lot of people looking uh, uh, on Conroe. You know, and so I just kind of eased away. Then I said, okay, let's go ahead and weigh it. And so he put it on the scale and he turned it to me and it said like thirteen point five one. And I'm like, oh boy, it's oh, it's a share lunker, which you know that that was that's part of my my goal, man. That's a bucket list, and it should yeah. be for anybody that's, that's at least. And I don't know if California has the same. If y'all have a program like like we have the Texas the State Share Lunker Program, uh, I was going to ask it, you about that. If this yeah. fish qualified and what happened to it after the tournament? Yeah, when I when I went to the weigh-in, the first thing I did was I went to the officials with the Big Bass Tour and I said. Do y'all have a problem? I've, I just caught a share lunker. And they're like, do what? I said, yeah, I caught a share lunker, and I want to be able to donate it to the state of Texas. Can I do that? Will y'all release the fish for me? And they're like, absolutely. Get them on the phone. So I'm like, cool. So got them on the phone, got them headed in our direction, waiting for my wife, and then we waited in the fish. So when they got there, there was, well, one, one, uh, one officer came from, College Station, which is home of Texas A&M, you know. So she drove over, talked to me, had me fill out forms, 
And then another two gentlemen drove from Athens, Texas, which is up kind of around Tyler, Texas. And that's where they, they have the, the program, the fishery. And so they came down. They were down there by lunch, and they picked the fish up and um, and and ported her back to Athens. The fish is in Athens, Texas right now. So uh, she will be, you know, I'm going to go visit. Uh, I've got a, a tournament on Lake Fork, the 28th, and I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to milk them for all the information I can because – I just find it's very interesting how they can go and do this, and so this fish is going to release her eggs, and when they when she does, then they're going to assure as many eggs hatch as possible, and then they'll share because this is a pure. They told me it should be a pure Florida strain bass, short and 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 fat. Uh, so they will release those fry into various lakes throughout the state of Texas. And Conroe will get probably 30,000 of them. So wow, that's a so restocking good. program for us. Plus, I get to release the fish once she's done oh, hatching okay, her that's eggs. Awesome. And then cool. what, do you, what else do they give you uh, do, uh, for that, for giving them that fish, uh, Scott? Um, I know I get a free replica good. of it. Um, and then I get in a drawing for like $5,000 spending spree to, uh, Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops, if you will. And I, you know, I think I, I might get a little, you know, maybe some, some clothing or something like that. I got, they gave me a bunch of share of that. Proud of that. I got about four of them. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, so I'm not real sure what else goes along with it, you know, and, I just need to look it up and see, but I'm just so excited that not only did I win that tournament, which is always a goal in my life, you know, man, you know, I'm out there fishing these tournaments year in, year out, never missed a day since 97 for this particular tournament, never missed a day. And I can't tell you how many times I sat out there between two and three o'clock on Sunday going, wouldn't it just be crazy to catch a 13 pounder right now? Mm-hmm. And, now, uh, <laughs> what are you going to be? What are you going to be doing with that first place prize? Well, I think I'm going to sell it. I have now. I've got two bass boats, <clears throat> so it's a Z19. It's a very nice boat and has all the upgrades, tandem axle trailer. So um, it's a very nice boat. Um, and, I may have talked to Stan about that. Maybe Stan can help me. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I probably can. You know. <laughs> Hey, uh, we've hey, got. What uh, fishing out of right now? I will call you. <laughs> no, what are you fishing out of right now? Well, you can call me eight hundred. I got a skeeter. A skeeter. Okay. Then we'll, right. just, got... we'll talk. You can. We we'll talk during the week here. Yeah, All right. I'd, and, I'd love for you to help me. And Scott, are there uh, any other sponsors that you'd like to thank before we let you go over there beside Pride Rods? You know, I don't. I don't have a lot of sponsors because you know I don't go out on the trail and. And, you know, I mean, uh, but I'm trying to pick up some sponsors now. So, uh-huh. you know, fishing fishing gets more and more expensive every year. You know, I want to get that line sponsor because line, these fluorocarbon lines, you know, they, they, they've, they've, everything's expensive. I uh, hadn't heard from Berkeley yet. Uh, I'm still trying to find out who the rep is down here. You know, I'd like to at least talk to them and let them know. Um, what I'll I've tell you what, I'll, their baits. 
I'll be speaking with the national sales manager here in the next couple of days, and I I might drop a name or two, and I can't make yeah. any promises, but uh, what can I tell you? You know, so Scott, we you know Stan, Wendy, and I we want to congratulate you on being thrown into another tax bracket right now, and we hope you have the opportunity that that happens to you more often. And and in behalf of uh, all of us listening here in Southern California. Congratulations on your win. It was great hearing your story. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. You know, Thank for, you there's, another, and there's another guy that's fished tournaments for 40 years, man. It's always fun to hear the winner. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> it's always fun. All right. Hey, that was Scott Stevens. He's the winner of the Big Bass Classic on Lake Conroe. He broke a 22-year-old record with a 14 25-pound lunker. So, Scott, congratulations. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I are going to take a break right now, but coming up next, Cabo Gregoristi from Lands End Charters is going to fill us in on what's happening down in Cabo San Lucas. So stay tuned. There's still a lot more Rod and Reel Radio to come. Hi, this is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Angler's Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We put together a staff of experts that'll help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all the major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, easily, at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand-poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue. Or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. See you there. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a little set back with what charter company to choose? We urge you to use American and family-owned Lands End Charters. Lands End Charters offers their passengers affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with the latest of fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a long-time-owned family business. Go to LensandCharters.com to see all of their vessels and amenities available. Call Cobble Greg or Jenny at 800-281-5778 when you're ready for an action-packed Cabo fishing experience. 
everybody. This is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Run Real Radio is brought to you by BajaBound.com Insurance Services. Are you driving to Mexico? You can buy and print out your Mexican auto insurance policy online in the convenience of your own home or office in minutes now with BajaBound.com's easy-to-use website. After printing your auto insurance, check out the BajaBound.com site. There, too, you will find great travel tips and information to help you get the most out of your next road trip south of the border. So this is an important fact to remember. Use BajaBound.com. It's the easiest way to find and get Mexican auto insurance. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available. Or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Well, you know what? With the uh, COVID vaccine, vaccine being more widely spread, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of us are thinking it's time to start making up on some of the travel that we missed out on in the past 12, 14 months or so. And I know one of the destinations that Stan, Wendy, and I love going down to is Cabo San Lucas. And a lot of you have been down there a lot. Maybe there's a lot of you that haven't been down there lately and really want to explore what to do. But, you know, you're a little hesitant. You don't know the hotels. You want to go fishing, but you don't know about the boats. You don't know the procedures. Well, we've got someone you should be talking about if your destination is Cabo San Lucas and going on down here sometime in 2021. It's Cabo Gregoristi from Lands and Charters. Cabo Greg, Rick, welcome to the show. How are you, my friends? Good to be with you again. Hey, it is good to have you. You know, before we get into Lands End Charters, can you give us a little idea of uh, what's happening down there in the fishing world? What, what are the fish doing? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. The fish fishing was slow the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, uh, the water got cold and uh, got green, and uh, we didn't see a lot of bite offshore. No Dorado, no. I didn't see a marlin for I think eight days straight. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was slow. But inshore, it was really, really good. You know, those of you that like to bottom fish or inshore fish, Spanish mackerel, yellowtail. Back today, we had 
two boats with max uh, limits on yellowtail, um, snapper, grouper. We had really nice broomtails popping up last week. And so inshore fishing was awesome. If you like action fishing um, and not trolling for, you know, six hours for that big billfish, it was a lot of fun. Um, but that's the most fun today, fishing just... down the penny house. <laughs> yeah, just today, just yesterday, we saw some marlin pop up. So, you know, waters are going to warm up, I think, here next week, hopefully, and uh, we'll see some more offshore action. But if you like action, this is the time. It's uh, It's been really good. You know, Cobble no. Greg, a lot of people are saying, what the heck are you talking about? I've been I've been sequestered in my house, and you're talking about <laughs> going down to Cabo San Lucas and go fishing. Tell yep. us, have tourists been coming down to Cabo San Lucas and – I know we've discussed this in the past, but maybe some people missed the message. What are they right. doing down in Cabo to ensure the safety of their visitors down there? Well, I'll start with the first thing, which is, you know, how things are going. So this week, um, we were just talking, uh, my fleet manager and I, Hiram, that we have more charters going out this week than we did in all of September 2020. That'll tell you a little bit about how busy it is. Nice. Um, it's incredibly busy and insane, and I've never seen anything like it. In all the years I've done this, I've never been more busy. Um, in fact, if you hear stuff in the background, it's my phones and my other stuff going on. But as far <laughs> as safety goes, it's still lots of um, safety procedures in place. You know, Cabo is still operating the same plan of, you know, uh, temperature checks and and uh, sanitization stations and um, you know, limiting um, occupancy and capacity, although the, the, t- the tiers went up, you know, similar to, you know, the states they have, uh, we have a, a, a tier system. And so we moved up a, a tier where which allows 50% capacity places stay open a little bit longer. So things are moving in the right direction, like they are in a lot of places. Um, and the infection rate is still low. I mean, I think yesterday was 220 uh, total infections um, locally um, with a population of 90,000 people. I think it's pretty low. So it's gone well, um, and uh, lots of people in town. It's it's insane. You know, uh, a lot of people are thinking. You know, I might be able to go down there and have a great time, <laughs> but right. uh, but I might get stuck down there because of the fact that they might uh, want me to show the the results of a test or something like that. And right. I think right. a lot of the the uh, the organizations down there they've kind of got that uh, problem solved too. Right. So, you know, every place, my, my son, um, my 20-something-year-old son, who's a merchant marine, he just got back from overseas. He flew to, to Cancun um, just uh, last week, and they had a COVID testing system there, and they paid $130 for a COVID test. In Cabo, um, the most I've seen anyone pay for a COVID test is $25. Most of the resorts, if you're all-inclusive, you're staying for more than like three or four days, they'll give you a free COVID test. It's not a difficult process. Um, they're making it very simple. They're making it very affordable. Um, there's actually a rapid test uh, process at the airport. So if you completely forget to get one before you leave, you can take one at the airport for 30 bucks, rapid 15-minute results. So that part has been excellent. You know, the government's done a really good job. We we don't typically, you know, um, talk about how well the government does in certain things. Um, but <laughs> I got to tell you guys, this this has been done really well. Oh, did we lose them? Wow. Huh. Ooh. Are you there? Bummer. Uh-oh. Bummer. Oh, Cabo Greg. Uh, hey, uh, Otto, if you can, uh, give Cabo Greg back a call, or maybe he's got a redial and uh, let us know when we connect with him. You know, one of the big problems, Stan and Winnie, that uh, uh, people leaving the United States was trying to get back into the United States, and as Cabo Greg was telling us, 
that uh, they've initiated programs down there where you get tested almost as soon as you get down there and the tests are available when you leave. And we've got Billy Chapman that'll be with us later on, and uh, we'll be addressing that same issue with him. Are we reconnected with Cabo Greg now? I'm back. You're not going to believe this, but my fat head hit the mute button on my phone. So sorry about that. <laughs> That's what you get with those fat earlobes, uh, Cabo Greg. You know, <laughs> great. You know, yeah. So if I, it, so the last thing about the vac, the the testing and all that, the the feedback I've gotten from guests and clients have come down. It's been really simple, really easy. You know, and uh, more people we've seen in the last two weeks come already vaccinated or tested before they left, and so. It's been good. Very few people have gotten stuck. From what I hear, the numbers are really low, like in the tens. So it's been good, and uh, and it's an easy process. Anybody who's concerned, you know, uh, a couple, Greg. A lot of people that go down to Cabo San Lucas, they want to relax. They may not be fishermen, or yep. they might go down with their significant others. And Stan, you probably know this better than any anybody else. You might get a dictate like, if you for one minute. Think about going fishing when you're down in Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> uh, you can come back by yourself, you know. And when we think of Lance and Charters, and we'll talk about, you know, what you have available when it comes to fishing. But Lance and Charters is more than just taking people fishing. I can, right. I can attest to that for him because I've known Greg for quite a while here. And because I'm down there for a month of the year, basically most of the time, and if yep. and if I have people, they're always asking me because I know a lot about the town. I know a lot of people in town, the restaurateurs, the bar owners, and just and the people in the fishing world too. You know, Renee Santa Cruz from uh, the the mm-hmm. Playa Grande and whatever else he ran the Silmar fleet forever. But I've I've got a ton of friends, so they're all asking me, where do you go? If you want to get a boat, you know, if you want to go fishing, it's one thing. But I've had people just want to go out on like a an afternoon, evening tour thing, cocktail and cheese or wine and cheese things, or and watch the sun go down and have a great time on a on a bigger yacht. But he can provide that too. Another guy, like yep. he was saying, the bottom fish are going really well. Well, like a lot of the people don't want to, you don't need to catch marlin or you don't want to spend all that time. I want to go out and play with that, that ground fish, that the snapper and the grouper and the uh, cabrilla and the you know yellowtail or mackerel or yellow, all of that, I think that's the most fun fishing down there in the first place. <laughs> you can get entertain <laughs> yourself all day. But then, you yeah. know, you don't need a big boat. You can take a ponga and do that. And, and when the rooster fish are going, which is going to be coming up here, um, mm-hmm. that style fishing is outstanding and then the the big toro come in you know that the uh, jacks and yeah there's just a ton of fun to be had down there if you just want to take sometimes only half a day and go play but you know the when you're down there you can sit around the pool for every day if you want but i think you know it'd be a good idea to take a half day and go play yeah but uh, stan (laughs) a lot of times uh people saying hey i'm going to take uh uh, my wedding entourage down to Cabo San Lucas, and we're going to yeah. have a good time. We're not fishing. We want to go out and party, or we want to go out and, and see stuff. And, and Cabo, Greg, you're the guy that people should be talking to when it, when if, if you're talking about getting on the water for other than just fishing. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, I got into the yacht charter business uh, five or six years ago, um, just as clients kept asking if I knew somebody. And so I figured, hey, I, I know all these guys. 
I'm telling you guys what, this business saved my butt during this pandemic because it seems like rich people are always rich. You know what I mean? They can fly down on their <laughs> private jet, get on a yacht, have a great time, and not have to worry about it. Where us guys, you know, can't do that sort of thing. So they really got me through the pandemic, thankfully. But yeah, I mean, we, we, I think now I just, we just uh, made a deal with a couple of the small yachts, like 35 or 38, 40 foot yachts. So I think I now have the biggest yacht fleet in Cabo that I charter. Um, and it's gone really well. And lots of people come down for that. You know, they might go fishing one day and then charter a yacht for, you know, an afternoon with their family. And I tell everyone, this is the advice I give everyone. If a lot of people ask me this, Greg, I want to go fishing, but my wife or my girlfriend doesn't really want to go. And I said, look at my friend, if she doesn't want to go, do not make her go, right? You let her hang out by the pool, do something else, because there's nothing worse than being on a fishing trip that you don't want to be on, especially when you're on vacation. So um, there's tons of stuff to do in Cabo, but boating and water activities, there's anything we can't do. And, and I don't know if you know, if you all know this or ever mentioned it, but I know everyone here who does activities from ATVs to, you know, zip lining, the dolphin swimming, you name it. I, I know somebody who's in that business. And so for our guests and our clients, we arrange all sorts of different things. You know, we uh, will get wholesale rates for ATV tours or horseback riding tours or sunset booze cruises on these big boats like the Echo Cat or the big catamarans. So there's nothing we can't do. We've kind of come full circle, right? Fishing is our number one, my number one business. That's what I do. It's what I've been doing. Our family's been in that business forever. But along with that, we help people um, arrange all sorts of different things. And 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 yachting is definitely one of the things that uh, that we do a lot of. But also now we do a lot of just regular activities, things people want to do in town and don't, don't want to hassle with dealing with a bunch of different companies or a bunch of different salespeople. So, hey, here's our rate. And like, if you go to my website, whether it's a yacht or a fishing boat, my rates are listed. I don't play games. You know what I mean? It's not like, hey, call me and I'll tell you what it is. And hopefully you pay a little bit more than it's, you know, you should. My rates are listed. People see them. They can compare them. They book with us because they feel comfortable. And, and, and we've done a really good job over the years. But, um, uh, uh, you know, there isn't anything we can't do for people. And, and, and that's really helped us. And it, it made the vacationing experience for a lot of our clients, a lot of our guests feel kind of complete, if that makes sense. They have to worry about anything. Everything's taken care of and arranged and and uh, and and pre-booked. And so people who enjoy that, they really like that. Some people like to do spur-of-the-moment type stuff, and I get that. But for a lot of people, they just want, hey, I don't want to worry about a deal with it, and we can take care of all of it. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun. And, and Greg, know, even if, if people just want – they don't have a full day to go out. They just want to maybe go out for <laughs> – a few hours yep. or something yep. like that, or, you know, uh, say to their significant other, uh, honey, uh, I'm going to go out shopping. And the next thing they know, they're, they're coming <laughs> to see you for, uh, uh, you know, I had, four a guy, hours of I had a guy last you can week who got on that. our panga at six o'clock in the morning. And so I have to be back by 11 o'clock because my wife will be awake by then. We got him back at 1045. <laughs> he was about his resort. And I called him the next day. Did your wife find out? He said, nope. She had no idea when fishing <laughs> happens a lot. Perfect. Uh, that's great. So, so, you know, whether or not you want to go ponga fishing or you want to go cruiser fishing, uh, Lance and Charters has something that uh, can fit you in. And, and then even now with the, uh, the tuna jackpot uh, uh, challenge coming up in other tournaments, you can help fishermen uh, get boats possibly for uh, uh, teams to fish that. Or uh, is, yeah. is, are those boats already gone? It's getting harder and harder. Um, you know, I, I'm almost sold out for the tuna jackpot for sure, the Bisbee's black and blue, um, and I have some for the Bisbee's um, offshore, and I have a couple for There's a pelagic tournament coming up in June 
that we have boats for, but it's getting harder and harder um, every year. And this year, especially because people have been cooped up, you know, they want to get out and go fishing and fish a tournament and they've been saving their money or, and so it seems like everyone's looking for a boat and it's been hard, you know, especially if you're looking for a boat, a a good size boat, 60, 70 footer, it's almost impossible. I'm looking in La Paz. I'm looking to bring boats from Mazatlan from some of my friends. So it's, it's been tough, but still possible. Don't, don't give up. Just, Give us a call. We'll see what we can do. We'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Well, that's what you need to do because Cabo Greg and Stan, you've gotten us all fired up wanting to go down to Cabo San Lucas right now. And Cabo Greg, if we want to come down there and visit and we need to get a hold of you to get a whole fishing opportunity or maybe to go out cruising and, and maybe get a couple of other tips of things you can help us out with, how's the best way to do it? So the best way is our website. It's landsandcharters.com. And on there, you'll find all the information about all of our boats and all of our charters and all of our rates and captains and videos of all the boats. Um, you can call us toll-free anytime, 800-281-5778. We also have that you can, you can also text message now, that, direct, that 800 number, 800-281-5778. I can answer text messages through there now, which is cool. This technology stuff is really neat. Um, but we're really easy to get a hold of. If you just Google lands and charters, you'll find all the information you need about us. Read our reviews and um, and, uh, and, and get in touch with me, but, uh, yeah, get, get in touch. It's, it's busy. If you're looking to fish sometime between now and the end of the year, wh- whether it's with me or somebody else, start looking now because it's really, I'm not kidding. It's insane. I think Cabo is like the number one destination for most people in Southern California, Texas, you know, on the West coast. It's, it's really insane. And so it's thankfully, thankfully, let me say, thankfully, <laughs> you know, Greg, has it gotten, I mean, the, a lot of people, and it's been bit real busy lately. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. If people you go to my Instagram page, Lands and Charters or Lands and Yachters, you'll see photos I post every day of people in town. It's it's. We went from ghost town to you know Vegas at midnight on a Friday night. It's just insane. You know, That's and as a, as a destination spot, uh, Cabo Greg, uh, Cabo San Lucas is still fairly reasonable in comparison to other places in the world. I think you're right. And uh, airline flights are still cheap out of uh, Southern California. Hotels are still giving deals. I mean, you know, if you book now for this year, it's, it's look now because I see rates going up. I see things happening because it can't, it can't possibly keep up with this, with this demand. It, 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 I've never seen anything like it. I'm, I'm being honest when I tell you, I've been doing this a long, long time. I've never, right, seen like it. I've, I've never had to work from till midnight, though. you know, on a Tuesday. But how right. great is that for all of the people that we know down in town there? They were, they were starving oh. here for, for people to walk down I, and buy a T-shirt even. All the little shops were, were hurting. Uh, you know, it, it's just a, what a great thing to hear that it's turned around for the people down there. That was a big problem when we first went down say, in October. On, be, on behalf of all my friends from taxi drivers to, to waiters to, you know, guys on the marina, Thank you to everyone who comes down because it really is, you know, we were, people were literally starving and uh, we had to fish for food for some folks and to see the activity and people coming into town and supporting us. It's, it's just amazing. And it does more for the, the guys who are, you know, busting tables and driving cars and doing that sort of thing. You know, we, we're always, we're, we're going to be all right, but those guys really had it tough. And so it's really, really nice to see that. It really is. There's all a right. little taco shop at Gorodita. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a closet, isn't it, Greg? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, but it's good. But the guy's been there for, yeah, it's great. And the guy's been there for years, and he was sick, and he came back in October. We were down there, and I went in to see him, and, and uh, 
he'll sing Beatles songs or Frank Sinatra songs for you while you're eating a taco too. The best little guy. best deal in town. All right. So, hey, cop. <laughs> Hey, guys, we got to break it up. We've gone way over time on this segment. Kabugua, uh, uh, Greg Aristi, thank you for that great report. And let's check in again with you, especially if the fishing starts getting better here, okay? Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, Sam hey, Woody uh, and I, we're going to take a break right now, but hopefully waiting in the wings patiently is uh, owner-operator of Anglers in International, Billy Chapman. He's going to talk about some of the things he's been having to do during this COVID pandemic and a lot more. So stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs. Hi, Roland Martin here. I'd like to tell you a little about Gary Yamamoto and the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company. It all started with an idea, then a dream, and in 1983, the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company was formed. If you know Gary Yamamoto like I do, and I've known him since 1983, you know he has a passionate love for the sport of fishing. That love is only matched by his obsession to design and produce the highest quality soft plastic fishing lures on the market today. Every bait Gary makes is inspected by hand. Today, more than 2.5 million packages of bait are shipped worldwide. On behalf of Gary and his staff, he wants to thank his customers for thinking so highly of his products and wishing you the great success of the sport of fishing. Whether you fish for fun or fish the tournament circuits like I do, you'll honor Gary for making Gary Yamamoto Custom Baits a key part of your fishing experience. Take it from me, Roland Martin. When I'm in need of a go-to bait, my first choice is a Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program. It is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. 
Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a little set back with what charter company to choose? We urge you to use American and family-owned Lands and Charters. Lands and Charters offers the passengers affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with the latest of fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a long-time-owned family business. Go to LensAndCharters.com to see all of their vessels and amenities available. Call Cobble, Greg, or Jenny at 800-281-5778 when you're ready for an action-packed Cabo fishing experience. Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the sports boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart, the San Diego Blood Bank. Fishing for a way to make a difference in your community? Consider donating blood or making a financial donation to the San Diego Blood Bank. Your gift will impact medical research, revolutionize how we improve health and treat disease, and most importantly, give the gift of life. But we can't do it without you or without your help. Visit sandiegobloodbank.org to make an appointment or to give a financial donation today. It's the best way to give back. And just to let you know, I'm also a blood donor. Stan Vandenberg, Wendy Toshihara, and I, we want to welcome you back to the second hour of Raw and Real Radio. Well, we just spoke with Cabo Greg Aristi, and he was telling us how Cabo San Lucas is beginning the rebound after being shut down during the COVID pandemic. And during the week, I was thinking about, holy Christopher, we have a good friend that also runs operations outside the United States that many, many Americans go to. Haven't talked to him in the past year. I'd like to catch up with what's happening to him. So he was kind enough to come aboard with us and talk a little bit about it. It's our good friend, Billy Chapman from Anglers Inn International. Billy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, John. It's good to be back. It's like Cabo. (laughs) We're directly... East of Cabo, John, and we're coming back, too, so it feels good, John. It's been a tough year on Outfitters, John, and uh, but everything's coming back. The phone's starting to ring again, and we uh, we had to honor, oh, about 800 fishermen, John, you know, from last season, so dates are running pretty full because of all the rebooking. You know, just think about it, John, rescheduling 800 people, how much? Billy, are you saying that you had 800 reservations that you had to try and reschedule to go to either uh, El Soto, Picacho, or uh, even the Amazon? Yeah, yeah, exactly, John. Uh, You know, we got shut down in March, March through July, and we're always closed in August and September anyway. But, yeah, uh, we had some refunds, John, just for the guys that were in their 80s, you know, but... uh, (laughs) Most people just said, keep my money there, Bill. I'm going as soon as I could get there. And, you know, we thought we were going to open in June. And first it was May, then June, then July. And we never did get open. We got open for a split, uh, a seven-day period in July, and it was unbelievable. And then we got shut down again. So it's been a crazy, crazy year for anybody. You know, we're dealing with two borders, John, you know, and, Two different presidents, and so the bottom line is there's no PP money down there, you know. Yeah. But we uh, we paid all our employees for the 
whole 10 months. We got open in November. And, uh, well, what I'd like to tell the audience is we've been open since November, John, and things are going great. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, we're in the boonies there at Lake El Salto. It's not the city. So our employees, we got about 160 employees in Mexico, and they live in villages, you know. So they don't, they're really not city people. So they don't go into the city even without COVID, you know, only when they have to for whatever. But so it's pretty safe that way. But starting January 26th, now you have to have a COVID test coming back into the states. So how we saw that is I hired a, a full-time lab technician comes to the lodge. You don't miss any fishing time. And she comes to the lodge on the day schedule because three days prior, coming back into the U.S., you have to have a positive test. I'm sorry, not a positive, a negative test. Negative test. So, yeah, yeah, she comes in, John, and just we have your test within 24 hours, and you have that to return home on, which is all working out great. So you don't miss any fishing time. She comes, she comes to the lodge. You can we can wake you up from your siesta in between the two fishing sessions. You get a day, have lunch, take a siesta, get up, get your test. Twenty four hours later, you got your test to go home with. So that's working out really well, and we're getting all those eight hundred plus people in that couldn't go last March through July. And uh, that's what's happening, John, and it's working out pretty good. It feels good to be open, but, you know, it was a, it was a long year. Well, Billy, you know, well, I wanted to ask you also about Anglers Inn International in the Amazon, and I know you're working out of the home base there in, in uh, Manau, I think it is, and that's got to be hit even harder than uh, maybe Mexico and stuff. Uh, what happened over there, and what are your plans for 2001 when it comes to uh, Anglers and International Amazon? Well, here's what's happening there. You're right, John. You're 100% right. What a lot of people, well, the Amazon got hit really hard, and it's still not good down there, to be honest with you. So we, we shut down for the whole season this year. We were sold out January and February. They're all booked and rescheduled for next January and February. Very few refunds. Everybody wants to go. So we got to wait a year. And the reason for that, John, is, you know, when you fly into the capital of the Amazon in Brazil is Manaus. That's where the Amazon River and the Rio Negro join. And there's two million people in that city. There's literally high rises, you know, popping up everywhere. And you would never think that there's no roads going into Manaus. So everything is transported by boat. So there's three ways to travel. You have a you have a big city, we call it like a big city bus where they put 200 people on a big Brazilian wooden boat and they're hammock to hammock. That's where the problem is. So they leave the city, they get on a boat, may have to travel three days up the Amazon River or the Rio Negro River. And by the time they get to their village, John, Boom, right? They're sharing. I mean, I mean, it's hammock to hammock to hammock. And it's just a little little restaurant. So the problem, what happened was, was there was travel, because that's the only way to travel. 
You can either get on a boat for $20 and travel for three days, or you could take a jet boat, John, that, you know, it only takes about 50 people, and that will run 45 miles an hour, and that may be $200, and that's the wealthier people that use that, and then the people that can afford it use float planes. So that's your three options, right? So by the time they got to the village, boy, you know, you got only got 40 people in your village, John. Well, bam, you know, you got a little tiny hut, you know, maybe 20 by 20, and everybody's sharing the same silverware and plates and cups, and it's tight quarters, right? So, yeah, Amazon got hit hard, John, and hopefully, you know, by next year it all will be good and and it's getting better, John. It's it's definitely getting better, but it wasn't safe enough to send a client that's spending close to eight thousand dollars, John, that trip when it's all penciled out and ten days and seven days in the jungle and airfares and tips and everything that, that it takes. Uh it pencils in right around eight thousand. You know, you can't afford to have one employee get on our yacht, you know. And in fact, the whole entire gringo group that sure. we got on that boat, right? So, yeah, so basically, John, we're booking for, uh, there's there's some spots left, not many, uh, because we're carrying over again, over 100 people into next season. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a stressful year, you know, but the good news, Mexico's blowing and going, John. Uh we got the newest lake on the planet for bass. There's no other lake that sits where Lake Picasso sits today when it comes to age and the the growth and the size of the fish that we have and the structure. You know, it's just nothing but a jungle down there, and it's booming. Like the, the co-op did like $6 million in tilapia. That's what a new lake does, you know, and the bass just grow fast. We got a lot of dumb bass again, which is, you know, I always try to stay on anything new that pops up, John. So <laughs> we got two, yeah. we got El Salto. I've been fishing for 32 years. And then I have Picachos. The beauty of Picachos is that it's 55 minutes from Mazatlan, which is directly across from Cabo. So when you fly into Mazatlan, just keep your eyes open, look down, you're going to see the newest lake on the planet. And it's, I mean, the average guy would be 150 fish a day. If you brought somebody who's never fished before in their life, would be about 60 to 70 fish a day. And I'm talking four and five pounders, John. But we get good sticks to come in, John. You know, somebody that really, you know, is a good stick and they know what they're doing. They'll catch 200 a day per boat. That's two guys per day per boat. Fly ride, John. The record is 324 fish. Audience, if you if you want to catch, you want to break 324 fish, uh, that's the record on a fly rod for a father and son. So, you know, I've been on seven lakes in Mexico. Over the last 40 years, we're the oldest outfitter in Mexico. My dad started the business back in the 60s, Lake Adago and Lake Dominguez. We go way back, you know, been on seven lakes over 40 years. A new lake, don't miss the boat, John, because 
It's a new leg. It's just like when a new leg opens up in California or Texas or anywhere, you know. Dumb fish. I love dumb fish, John. <laughs> Billy, I got to tell you, uh, you know, we've been talking about sending people to El Salto for many, many years. And Picacho, it's opened up now, you know, for the past, what, eight or nine years. And this season, I have had customers coming in the shop saying, that now they're booking only Picacho because of the fact that they realize the potential of catching so many great fish down there, and they're going to pass on going to El Salto. And I, I never imagined that would happen. Well, basically, John, here's what, you know when when a booking comes into us, here's how we handle it. If, if whatever you're targeting, what, who are you bringing? Number one, are you bringing your wife? Are you bringing your grandkids? Who's coming on the trip with you? What level of skill do they have? And what are you targeting? Are you are you hunting a 10-pound bass? Well, that's El Salto. Uh, uh, a perfect example right now, today, you know, there's 30 guys down there. El Salto's averaging anywhere from 70 to 80 fish a day. Picasso's is averaging 150. But your opportunity to catch a trophy at El Salto is higher than Picasso's. The numbers is Picasso's, and I'm talking good numbers, John. I'm quality fish, you know, two to two to eight. But the beauty of it is because it is our ninth season, we're starting to see nines and tens now at Picasso's. But uh, our facility there is ten cabins. It's it's on a beautiful setting. Every cabin has a view, and again, you're only fifty five minutes from Mazalot. So the most popular trip for us, if you're going to go, John, like you do one lake for $2,100. That's turnkey, uh, ground transportation, open bar, et cetera. All the St. Croix rods are there. So you just got to bring your, your terminal tackle and your reels. Rods are available from medium to heavy to the new St. Croix glass rods. So they're all brand new. Uh, thank you, St. Croix, for what you do for us because they give me four or 500 rods a year, John. So uh, that's a great that's feature sponsor. where you don't have I to travel, travel with rods no more, you know? Well, Billy, uh, Stan's uh, saying that he's happy to hear that because St. Croix is his sponsor and has a great product. Hey, Billy, we got to take a, uh, just a short break right now. Can I ask you to stay on with us for just a few minutes uh, after a commercial break. You bet. I'm here, John. All right. Hey, we're speaking with Billy Chapman, owner-operator of Anglers and International. So stay tuned. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages. Hi. This is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Anglers Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We put together a staff of experts that will help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all the major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, easily, at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand-poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. 
So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue. Or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. See you there. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Have you dreamed of experiencing the world-class in and offshore fishing off the exotic, tropical Pacific coast of mainland Mexico? Why not fish the sailfish capital of the world, Manzanillo, Mexico, with the folks you know and trust, Cedros Outdoor Adventures. In Manzanillo, you can find roosterfish, sailfish, marlin, tuna, dorado, and more, all within 20 miles of the shore. Our friends at Cedros Outdoor Adventures are offering an all inclusive travel package to Manzanillo that makes your winter fishing dreams a reality for a special price of $21.95. Cedros Outdoor Adventures is a name you learn to trust for safety and value, but these trips are available for a limited time only, starting this fall through March 2021. Learn further trip details and make your reservation at cedrosoutdooradventures.com or call at 619-793-5419. Run Real Radio is brought to you by BajaBound.com Insurance Services. Are you driving to Mexico? You can buy and print out your Mexican auto insurance policy online in the convenience of your own home or office in minutes now with BajaBound.com's easy-to-use website. After printing your auto insurance, check out the BajaBound.com site. There, too, you will find great travel tips and information to help you get the most out of your next road trip south of the border. So this is an important fact to remember. Use BajaBound.com. It's the easiest way to find and get Mexican auto insurance. Stan, Wendy, and I want to welcome you back to the show. Our special guest this hour is Billy Chapman, owner-operator of Anglers in International. And Stan, you had a question for Billy. Yeah, Billy, you were talking about, you know, the rods are already down there. But if a guy wants to bring reels and terminal tackle, what do you suggest for what size reels, what pound line, and what kind of terminal tackle would be the best for all-purpose fishing down there? Well, the bottom line there, Stan, is uh, we have some, I'm sponsored by Abu, and we do have backup reels in case somebody was to lose some luggage, you know, but it's the reel of your choice uh, when it comes to that. But when it comes to line, you really can't fish El Salto with less than 17-pound test, and especially the new Lake Picachos, due to the amount of structure. You know, when you hook, when you set the hook on these fish, you've got to be able to turn them and pull them out of that structure. So we use some 30-pound braid and 17-pound line. 
And then when it comes to the rods, you know, uh, some guys prefer to bring their own rods, which is fine. And there's a, probably maybe 20% of the clientele may bring their own rods. But with the St. Croix there now, we got medium heavy. We have spinning rods. We have heavy. We have the new glass rods from St. Croix. So it's totally, uh, I really see more and more people using our rods now with, so you don't have the hassle with the airlines, you know. So uh, and then when it comes to the the terminal tackle and the tackle, we we it doesn't change that much throughout the year. To be honest with you, we've been on El Salto for 32 years, and it's pretty much swim baits, chatter baits, cincos, uh, the deep divers, the square bills. So you know we'll we'll send out the clients. There's a whole pre-trip information kit package that we send out to all the clients prior to their arrival a good you know month or so so you have time to find what you need and we got a small pro shop there it's not fully stocked but uh we try to keep it stocked the best we could we can right now it's really tough because everybody's backed up you know with the covid thing getting enough supplies so yeah basically stan we'll let you know what you need at the time depending on the time of the booking like the fall is your best top water, so there's more top water baits that are needed during, which is not a big variety. You know, your Zara Spooks and the new Chapo uh, Berkeley baits, they got a lot of great uh, top water baits out this last year. So, yeah, we, we'll, we'll let you know up front, and just uh, if you run short, we may have some down there for you, but we'll send you down well prepared. Right. Uh, there you, go. you know, Billy, uh, during the course of the year, we've, we've talked to uh, uh, charter boat skippers. They had trouble provisioning their boats. We had Keith Dinette on. He, uh, while he was running uh, uh, charters uh, out of uh, Mag Bay, uh, they were, uh, he was telling us some of the logistics they were going through supplying their boats. Anglers uh, International is known for impeccable service, great food. Great bar. I even remember one year when I went down there with Paul Leader. We Paul Leader could only drink non-alcoholic beer, and and we looked around. And we went, where the heck do you get non-alcoholic beer in Mexico? You got it for us. How difficult has been provision provisioning the inns during the uh, this pandemic? Not too bad there, uh, John. When it but when it comes to the t- uh, equipment, fishing equipment is a nightmare. But, you know, now over the years, we got a Walmart in Mazatlan. We got Costco and Sam's. So we're pretty good there. That hasn't been much of a problem. But when it comes to what's happening in the fishing world, uh, like I have some of the biggest sponsors in the industry. I have St. Croix, Berkeley, Abu, uh, Hummingbird, Minkota. Uh, when it comes to getting hummingbirds and trolling motors, and uh, I was lucky, John. I was very fortunate that some guys got dropped this year, you know, with their sponsorships. But sure. because I have the fish, I think I'm still – that's why I'm still there. <laughs> but the bottom <laughs> line is they uh, it's thin out there. You know, it's they're, they're still trying to catch up because all those factories were closed March, April, May, June, July, you know, even into July. So they're finally getting caught up, but even engines are tough to get right now. John, it's it's crazy. It's you know I have a buddy that in Memphis has got a Skeeter dealership, and 
He can't get engines. He's got four brand new scooters in his showroom, and he can't deliver them because he can't get the engines. So, yeah, um, yeah. really, with uh, with no fishing pressure on the lakes. Now, I know you know you have the tilapia fishery there, but did when people started fishing again, did they notice? Did the the lack of fishing pressure or the time it wasn't fish when people did start fishing was was there any increase of what's happening or is the fishing there always so good that you really couldn't tell the difference? No, I could tell the difference. Yeah, you know, El Salto's been fished for 32 years, right, John? And yeah. no Mexican lake, any of them, has ever had a 10-month break season. So it was great for our fishery. And, yes, there is a difference. You can see it. And that's, I mean, people are rebooking, John. They're going down, and the day they get home, they're saying, give me those same dates. They've been doing that since November. I mean, they're grabbing their dates before they, you know, they lose them. I mean, that's not a sales point, but that's how good the fishing is. I mean, just take any one of your lakes and see if you can shut any one of your lakes down for 10 months and go out and see what happens, right? So, yeah, that's that's a big plus, John. That's a huge plus. Before I let you you go, uh, Bill Semitel, for the past two years, has run the big – Bass champion, Junior Championships, and you have hosted that event for the past two years. And uh, I got to tell you, one of the main reasons why that event has grown to what it is, I I know that the venue for that event now is going to be uh, changing to Branson, Missouri. You know, Bill's really uh, growing by leaps and bounds there. But I want to thank you not only for sponsoring the ship uh, event in the past, but also, you are still continuing to be a sponsor of the uh, Big Bass Junior Championship. Yeah, John, uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to the audience about that. Because, audience, if you have a 13 to 19-year-old son, grandson, or anybody that you know falling between 13 and 19 years old, there's nothing like this at all that can compete against the BBZ Big Bass. you got to get a hold of Bill Simitol and get your kids signed up for this. Two years in a row, we have brought in 47 states, 47 kids, 47 families to Idaho because now we have an operation up here. We have a, a, we have a guide service up here. It's nothing like what we have in Mexico or the Amazon. But bbzworld.com is where you want to go, and it's an online tournament. Well, between me and Bill, we put together over $300,000 worth of prize money and prizes. Amazon trip, four trips to Lake El Salto, scholarships, bass cat boat, 35000 totally rigged with power poles, encoded towing motors, all the all the whistles and bells, all the whistles and bells. So basically there was, you know, uh, for a 13 to 19 year old, you can be fishing a tournament now, John, right? And as long as you're signed up, that fish qualifies. And so if you're going to be fishing, why not sign, well, sign the boy up for $25, right? That's per state. So it's $25 for the state, but if you pay $50, you can fish the entire United States. 
Oh so, my gosh, how about I mean, that? there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it ever been done. I mean, it's like the, the Bassmaster Classic for kids, you know, and, and, uh, and Bascat is our primary sponsor. It's going to be in Branson this year because we've had it the last two years up here in Idaho. And it's time to move on. You know, we got to move it to the Midwest and get it off the West Coast. But very successful. If you go to bbzworld.com, you can watch the two TV shows that were produced. They're awesome. And you really, this is the way to support the kids. And and uh, it's just, they, there's rings involved. The trophies are off the chart, the prizes, the prize money, the trips. I mean, can you imagine when it, it was a one-fish deal? Now it's going to be a five-fish limit. But, you know, you, you catch five fish and get an $8,000. You know, a kid went to the Amazon, caught a 20-pound peacock bass. The four kids that went to <laughs> Mexico, you know, came home with a 10-pound wow. bass. So, I mean, uh-huh. the ultimate trip, please, audience, join us. It's really an awesome tournament. And it's for the kids, and it's for our sport. And we appreciate everybody standing behind it and jumping up to the plate. You can stop, You can also sponsor a state for $2,000. You're sponsoring the boy from that state. So Bill can walk you all through it and get you filled in and join us. We'd love to have you with us. Billy, before we let you go, and we're going to have to get Bill Sematel to find out what he's doing because we thought he had outdone himself last year. I mean – to talk about what's going to be happening in 2001 is in, incredible. But, you know, a lot of people are thinking, hey, going down to Mexico, you know, what happens when I get to the airport? With When you go with anglers in, the only thing you have to worry about is getting to your departing airport. After that, <laughs> exactly. everything's taken care of. And, Billy, tell us, how do we get a hold of you to find out about what's available with Picacho, El Salto, the Amazon, and, you know, talk to someone that can make us feel a little more comfortable about coming on down there and finally booking with you. Well, I'd love to talk to each and everybody. Uh, like I said, we will walk you, walk you through on what lake is fits your needs, and I highly suggest you do both. We have a combo trip that the majority of people fish in both lakes because they're only an hour and a half apart, two and a half days of Salto, two and a half days of Cachos. If you give us a call at 1-800-GOTA, G-O-T-A, fish, gotta fish, there's an extra letter. But like you said earlier, just call 1-800-GOTA-FISH and uh, or go to anglersin.com, anglersin.com, and uh, fill out the you give us your info and we'll be in touch with you and we'll, we'll plan a trip and tell you, show you some dates and walk you through on how do you want to catch them is the bottom line. You went to our best top water. You went the best time for big fish. So there's a lot to talk about there, but yeah, give us a call. 1-800-GOT-A-FISH or anglersin.com or anglers in international on Facebook. If you send me a, a friend request, you'll see stuff post every day there. If you do Facebook. You know, and even if you have friends or kids or grandkids or moms or dads that have never been bass fishing at all, this is where you want to take them and get them broken in on what bass fishing is all about. Because I can guarantee you they will have a trip of a lifetime. And I, I, can, I can tell you this. I remember every day at El Salto and Picacho that I spent down there. But I can't remember what I did the day before I left to go there or the day after I came back. That's 
how memorable trips to see Billy Chapman are, Billy. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate thank, that, buddy. Th- thanks for being with us, Billy. We look forward to being with you soon, either uh, up there in Coeur d'Alene or maybe sharing a little cool adult beverage at one of your lodges down in Mexico. I got the margaritas waiting on you, buddy. Billy Chapman from Anglers Inn. So watch out for the margaritas, you know. <laughs> they're extra you know, happy, I hear. I, you know, here's the deal. You spend a whole day on the lake. You go up, you have a great meal. You have an open bar. You don't have to worry about driving anywhere. All you have to do is remember how to get back to your room but you got to watch out because the next thing you know, someone's knocking on your door at five o'clock in the morning. They have maybe a little Danish. They have a cup of coffee waiting for you. And you got to drag yourself out, have a great breakfast and go fishing again. I tell you, there is nothing like it anywhere in the world. Billy Chapman, thanks a lot for sharing the information with us on Anglers Inn International. Hey, listen, we're going to change gears. Thank you for having me on, y'all. All right, Billy. Thank you for being with us, Billy. Hey, we are going to change gears here right now because we had absolutely one of the most incredible team tournaments I think I remember and that this tournament director remembers ever having down here in San Diego. And he came aboard at the last minute. I am really happy we could get him. Let's get a hold of Jim Slight. He is a director from the San Diego team El Cajon Four Day Series to tell us a little bit about this event at Lake El Capitan. Jim, welcome to Ron Real Radio. John, <laughs> I'm glad to be on, buddy. What an event, you know, buddy! What an event! <laughs> oh my God, it was uh, it said, was incredible. John yeah. said it's the best in your memory, but how far back do you remember? <laughs> Well, it was just, uh, it was last week. I remember, uh, <laughs> now, you know, I tell you what, I, I cannot remember having the quality of fish that, you know, I mean, we, years ago, we used to get them out of San V before they raised the dam. Uh, we would have some quality tournaments there. We'd have these chunks that we would, uh, we used to call them footballs cause they were, they were just about, uh, maybe 15 inches long, but they were about 15 inches wide also. They would just be chunks, you know, and, uh, uh, but the fish we caught yesterday, I mean, I mean, they were, they were just beautiful fish. Not only were they big, but they were beautiful. I mean, they were just gorgeous green fish. I mean, they were, I mean, you could you couldn't, I, there wasn't a one that was beat up or anything else, but they, I mean, they, them fish were gorgeous. Jim, oh. let me set the stage for this because uh, Lake El Capitan is a relatively small compound. It's not, it's not by any means the largest lake in San Diego. The water has been continuously going down. It's been uh, getting a lot of pressure with tournaments, uh, Rick Grover ran his Anglers Marine Appreciation Tournament there two weeks ago, and uh, it took 28 pounds to win it, 27 pounds to come in second place. There, there's been tournaments there since then. There's been private boaters coming in fishing, and the reports have been that, well, you know what? The guys in the Anglers Marine Tournament, they, they probably screwed up the fishing because uh, it hasn't been that good. 
And then Jim Slight comes along with the San Diego Team El Cajon Four Day Series Tournament. And what happened, Jim? Well, you know, first of all, John, these fishermen that fish this tournament circuit are quality guys. I mean, you, you had, I mean, I had Wade Strelick and his dad there, John Strelick, you know, and they had, I mean, we had some good fishermen, Norling and, and, uh, and all the guys and, and uh, even uh, Randy Lewis. And, I mean, Randy Lewis has been hotter than a firecracker on Diamond Valley and, and San Diego Lakes for the last month or two. So, I mean, the fishing, the fishermen were the quality and they came out and they, they put a show together that you will not believe. I tell you, we had uh, uh, a the biggest limit that I I I can't remember. I think back. I was trying to think back, and I think uh, I weighed in uh, uh, a thirty-two pound or thirty-five pound, and I think it was John Strelick and them. But that was years ago, and uh, but we had a uh, a thirty-six pound almost. 36 and a half pound limit weighed in there this week, uh, yesterday that they had a seven pound, 7.33 pound average fish. And every one of those fish were all over seven pounds. They were trying and the biggest fish they had was only a seven, uh, 61. We were trying to figure out, we held up all four of them. And they were trying to figure out which one was the biggest out of them four fish. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But, uh, they won it with 36 pounds, and then Strelick and them came in before them. They had an 1145 uh, big fish of the tournament, 1145. They had 28, almost uh, 29 pounds, 28.98. And I said, oh, man, these guys are going to walk away with it. And they get beat by six pounds, six or seven pounds. I said, oh, my gosh. That's, you know, so you – know, <laughs> That's yeah. the old, those are the old days on, you know, the Southern California lakes when the, you, you had those 15 to 20 pound fish, they would chew. And, and I mean, I saw 65 pounds in a limit at, at Casitas in the heyday, but, you know, could come up with 36 pounds of bass, have a 28 pound limit and think I'm not going to make it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. it was just, I mean, you know, it, it took 20 pounds to be in the top 10. That's, I mean, 20 you pounds know, it, for the it, top 10. 20 pounds to be in the top 10. You know, I had oh, out of the 15, out of the top 15 guys, every one of them had a six or seven pound fish. So, I mean, it's just crazy. It was, it was absolutely uh, one of those days. You know, the stars lined up, I guess, because it rained out there pretty good the first part of the morning that right after we had launched about nine or 10 o'clock, it came, it rained there uh, really hard for, quite a while and the wind blew in the afternoon a little bit and it was overcast. So I just think them fish, you know, they moved off the bank and these guys were catching them in deep water on structure. And, uh, the, the team, the team that won, actually they pulled up <laughs> the one guy didn't know how to say it, but it was tree hole. And, uh, they stuck them on crankbaits. Wow. You know, so. that yesterday, if you had inclement weather this time of year, with uh, all of the lakes, everybody that I've talked to, boy, you get out there when it's cloudy and rainy and nasty, the fish have been on, on, on. So having that kind of a bite go, if you've got inclement weather, little wind, a little rain, and uh, that wind helps bring them up on the surface, especially in the afternoon. That gets them to move up. So 
that's just the perfect scenario and it's all post i mean pre-spawn those fish haven't spawned yet so they're big and healthy and 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 they've been eating it then the females have got to eat so they're on the chew so that's but 36 pounds what was second place second place is 28.98 almost 29 oh, pounds really? like i said there yeah. was uh uh there was a what six or seven pound difference in that and then uh we had another we had a uh uh, the Georges actually had 26 pounds of, of fish. They came in third place. And then uh, uh, Purcell and Jimmy Young had 25, almost 26 pounds. So, I mean, the top five teams had almost 26 pounds each. You know, there was a, uh, what was it, you know, a, a, probably a, a pound difference. That's that's just amazing. When, if you got if you're fishing in a tournament and you put 25, 26 pounds in, you figure you got it done, you know. But <laughs> you know, hell, I had I had 18 pounds this week and hit third, and and I was worried about even getting in the top 10. <laughs> but this is nuts. That's great fishing, and congratulations to you guys with 36 pounds and and I and and Strelix for 11 pounder and coming in second. I <laughs> I bet you they were disappointed. <laughs> Well, you know, and Jim, that's what I, I, I wanted to talk I said, about. I said, you guys are going to have to get on bigger fish, my God. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know it, it seems like the theme of our it story kind of just has at me, been. You know? <laughs> what do you got to do to win here? You know, so yeah. I don't know. It, it was it was phenomenal. And, uh, you know, the guys uh, uh, took care of them fish really well. And, you know, uh, uh, the lake is the lake is like he said, the lake's. Fishing good because the fish are off the bank. That that water dropping like it has has pulled them fish off that bank, and uh, they're out on structure. And these guys are getting them. So yeah, you know, you know, Jim, and the lake and, is now, know, the, and the other the thing too, the lake is, show, is leveled out. The theme of tonight's show is is like everyday anglers really doing well in local tournaments. You know, we had uh, uh, Scott uh, Stevens on. He uh, broke a 22 year record over in Texas in the big bass contest, the team that you had that one year event, if you were to place bets before the event, uh, these guys would have been way, way down yet. It seems like with every event, we get new teams, new fishermen coming up and really excelling. Tell, tell us who won this event. John Schreiber and Tim Smith won it. And actually you're right. Uh, they just had, matter of fact, they just purchased a new boat from uh, anglers, uh, and they uh, they fished the la- they fished the first one, and they didn't do well at all, you know. And then they came, and what they what they happened was is that they drew out they drew out late, and they went fishing, and they went around the corner. If everybody knows El Cap, you go around the corner. And they said there was nobody on tree holes, so that's where they went. That wasn't one of their spots they were going to go, and that's where they went. I had talked wow. a, a week ago. I talked to Bruce Smith, who's a, a captain. He's got the fortune. He owns the fortune. Yep. And he fishes out there. And he's in my club, and he said he had caught 30 pounds of fish crankbaiting on that tree hole, and he was fishing my tournament. And I called him today, and I said – you know, you really messed up, big boy. <laughs> he, he didn't know that. He said, Jim, I had another spot that was holding fish, and I went there first. I said, oh, well. Hey, <laughs> oh, uh, my Jim, God. And, 
Bruce Smith is such a great guy to fish around and fish with too. He is just a hoot. <laughs> so you know, that's yeah. No, he, he's a great guy. He, he he's a he's a great fisherman too. So Jim, uh, but, we uh, only have a few minutes. Jim, we only have a few minutes before uh, Otto pulls the plug on uh, the, our entire uh, dog and pony show okay. over here. You've got okay. another event coming on up next week for Wild West Bass. Uh, tell us quickly about that. Okay, yeah, we do, John. We got a we got our second tournament of the year coming up. We fished Diamond last month. We're fishing San Vicente this Saturday, and they can go and uh, get online to the Wild West Bass Tournament Tour to register for that thing. And uh, we'll also be this month. Uh, we'll be Friday. From 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock, we'll be at East County Bait and Tackle to do late registration at night uh, there. And then we'll also do uh, in the morning at the lake. So, uh, But they'll have to pay a, a late fee on that one. But if you, if you wait till fr you know, Friday night, you can you can register without paying a late fee. And um, that, uh, that's uh, the second one of the year. We got four of them that we will be doing. So we'll be doing... One down here in El Cap, and we're gonna uh, next month we're de determine what we're gonna do with that one, and then I've yeah, got it. You, uh, you know, our, our April third, I'll have the the next day event. So, yeah, um, and uh, the way uh, San Vicente's been fishing, uh, you should have results that are really similar to what you saw at El Cap. I would think, John. I absolutely think that 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 lake is now just starting to. It might be a week or two behind El Cab, but it's starting to produce really big too. So I'm looking for, you know, some big limits coming out of that lake just as well. So, so, uh, if, so they, next, if they um, want to get in touch with me, they can reach me at 619-813-3324. And uh, I'll be happy to talk to anybody that wants to, uh, to sign up for that uh, tournament. Real quickly, Stan. I was going to say, now your job, Jimmy, is not before. You don't. You can't tell us before the Sam V tournament. You got to tell us what crankbaits they were using to win 36 pounds, and and we'll have to find out from 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 uh, the other guys what they went with. Jimmy, do you know okay. what crankbaits they were using? They were using the. It was a deep diving uh, uh, DD uh, 20, uh, 20, the 20, and they. I don't know what color it was, and I also know that. Uh, the big fish came on a worm. Yeah, a DD-22 by Norman. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, Jim. Norman DD-22, yeah. Thank you, my friend, for uh, being with us and coming on at the last minute. Congratulations on a great event. And, uh, hey, maybe we'll talk to you next week and find out what happened at San Vicente. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me on so late. All right. Thank you, hey, Jimmy. Good luck with that one. Stan and okay, Wendy, buddy. that's it for tonight. Man, what a fast-paced show. Uh, daylight savings time. What can I tell you? A show went by as fast as today went with, uh, you know, it seemed like with daylight savings time. So, hey, thanks, everyone, for listening. And we want to thank Otto and the AM540 Studios, Ben Harvey, our local producer, and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, Eddie McCune, and uh, Mr. Uh, Paul Leader, who always kept us online. Hey, we've got a few charters coming up for Rod Real Radio. Uh, just message me at Rod Real Radio on Facebook. We'll get back to you and let you know. Our charter in June on Excalibur is sold out. Thanks a lot for everyone on that. We've got a few more coming up, so stay in contact with us. So on behalf of the Rod Real Radio gang, 
Good night, everyone. We'll see you live next Sunday night on AM40. We're out for now. Just a wishing. Bop, 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 bop